Remember, uh, we shared it. I shared it with you, Dan. Yeah, he looks like Jack White. Like I thought he was gonna start snowboarding or something. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's kind of dope. I had never heard of him before, but uh, I came across him and uh, checked out his record. He got some dope shit on there, man. But anyway, D, we're gonna get right into this man fucking episode thirteen of the Neighbor Podcast. That's right. Um, big thirteen. Uh, big thirteen. Trece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, uh, we're we're blessed to be here with you guys again. Uh, you know. Um, just not to get into it too deep, but um, as uh, I mentioned in previous episodes, um, I'm uh, I'm remission from cancer, from leukemia. Um, I've been on a certain level of remission. Um, I was still taking a chemo pill, and uh, just recently I found out from my doctor that um, I built a tolerance to it, and so they just recently been putting me on this new medication that kind of drained me a little bit on uh, set me back as far as energy goes and you know um, stamina or you know what I mean or I guess any energy would be the best way to describe it vigor so, vigor yeah a little <laughs> bit you know what I mean so I'm hoping it's just transitional but uh you know my dogs are pretty confident that this is what it's going to take to completely uh, scrub it out yeah. it's been stuck at point zero one um they don't even want to see it on a microscopic level and that's basically where I'm at right now so wow. Um, I'm, you know, I'm hoping that this is God's blessing that they change this medication on me and this is going to be the new stuff to finally scrub that little bit that's left in there out. And, uh, you know, also did a, a mutation test, um, you know, happy to report that there's no mutation on it. So it's not like the cancer is growing or anything. It's just being stubborn. And the last point zero one does not want to leave. Wow. Um, stubborn. Huh? Stubborn. Yeah. Aren't yeah. We all? So, uh, you know what I mean? Mad respects to my for, to my cancer for being stubborn like I am, man. <laughs> <laughs> it chose a good fucking host. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, but anyways, you know, uh, you know, we're gonna try to keep the energy up and give you guys what we always try to give you on every episode. Uh, we're labeling this episode. Uh, well, actually, before that, um, I just uh, re- real quickly want to say something on the tragedy that recently happened in Texas. Listen, I ain't got no kids personally, but I do got nephews, and uh, my boy David got kids, and you know what I mean. I, I because of my relationship with uh, Dave and him being my, you know, one of my best friends, 
I see those kids a lot, and I, I just couldn't imagine something like that happening, you know, at a, at a school because they're obviously of that age where they would have been in an elementary like these kids. So, uh, you know, our prayers and best wishes, and you know, um, uh, go out to the parents out there. It's it's brutal. It's brutal, and for any parent that has recently lost their kids, whether it be to yeah. illness, whether it be uh, to accidents, whether it be to you know school shootings like the one that just you know like like you know, the one we just previously mentioned um our prayers go out to them and i hope uh you know they have their faith to uh maintain them through this because it's uh, like i said a tragedy you know it is i haven't i don't speak much and i don't i have my reasons for that because everyone tends to when something like this happens uh you know they're loud for a moment and then it's not spoken of again and People just want to support it for the sake of supporting it. I, I say if you're going to be loud, stay loud and make a change, make a difference because this isn't just one problem. I'm not going to elaborate on this too much, but it's several problems that lead up to this. You know, from the simple things like bullying, you know, treating someone a certain way, mental illness, uh, a lot of society. I mean, there's so many things that uh, I, I'm just going to use a word that you used earlier that mutate yeah. a person's. Uh, conscience that they're they're the mind the, the way they think it, it's a, the mind is powerful and people mistake that not until something like this happens people do something about it but i'm sure that there were signs but you know like i said it's it's something i don't really speak on too much i have kids and i can imagine you know uh, i drop my kids off at school and with every confidence that i'm going to be able to pick them up and some parents aren't able to do that and it's probably going to be the most heartbreaking thing but uh, i can't even fathom i can't even begin to fathom i just know that uh Something needs to be done, and um, I, we're going to see some pretty. Um, I mean, there's going to be some significant changes and, and hopefully, shifts. Hopefully, oh, there God are, will be. There, there will be. God if it doesn't, if it doesn't help the situation, you're going to see some very, very. This the man. I just, there's going to be some shifts. You're going to see, but uh, again, it's a lot of people are at fault for this, and it's just. It's so sad, but uh, nonetheless, it just, you know. And I just think uh, without ALC even planning this, but just oddly enough, this kind of ties into what we're talking about today. Uh, we're naming uh, episode 13 um, of the Enabler podcast, Sins of the Parents. And uh, you know what I mean? Just to touch a little bit on how I think this ties in, uh, we're forgetting to <laughs> concentrate on, on uh, as ugly as what happened was we're forgetting to concentrate on how the parents failed this kid. It starts with us. Starts, uh, you know what I mean? parents. The parents failed this fucking kid for him to have gotten to this fucking point. Yeah. Um, uh, lack of being there, um, not being able to um, develop the kid properly. Not lack of love, um, emotions. Not, not being weary of him becoming a nihilist where... That's what usually these school shooters become. They're nihilists where they feel like nothing matters. There's no point to life. And so that's usually what drives them to do stuff like this. So, um, you know, like I said, I think it's it just happens to tie into what we were going to talk about anyway. So, And I, I just want to say yeah, something. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Jesse. You brought this up to me weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Jesse um, uh, targeted this particular thing towards me. Yeah. Uh, you know, towards my kids and what I do and what we do, and he's going to get into more of that later. But it, it makes you think it sits with you pretty, pretty hard. And 
you know, for those of you who are parents, and those of you that will be parents, and those of you that want to be parents, uh, children are this God's gift. It's 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 beautiful. It's a lesson. It's a way of life. It changes us in so many ways. But um, it is probably one of the toughest, one of the hardest things I had ever ever had to endure uh, in my life, and it made me who I am today, and it's continuing to mold me. Um, you know, I, this is the type of friend I am now, you know what I mean? That's why I, uh, that's why I'm not so close to a lot of people like I used to be because I, anybody that's willing to hold that space of a friend for me now in my life, like they need to be able to hear me out you know what i mean and i don't feel like everybody's given me afforded me that opportunity to for me to be sincere with them you know what i mean um i'm never going to give you advice that you don't ask me for uh i'm not gonna uh, ever you know what i mean uh just give you my input or my uh opinion of what i might think about situations i don't roll like that but david has always given me the luxury of you know, being an open book to me and telling me, hey, listen, if I'm fucking up, my boy, I need you to step in and tell me. And Dave, haven't I told you the same? More than that, once. That you got to fucking hold me accountable. Like, look, bro, if we're going to do this shit and, and you're my fucking friend, when I start fucking up, please hold me accountable, bro. Hold me accountable because if, if not, we're not friends, bro. If not, we're not friends. You know what I mean? And so when I read this originally, you know, because I'm always reading, that's my new passion now. You know what I mean? Um, when I read this originally, I thought about him. I called him one day and he was with his girlfriend. So I was like, oh, you know, I was like, you by yourself? And he was like, no, no, I'm not. He's like, I'm with my girl. And I was like, all right, bro, I'll just call you another day and we'll discuss it because I just read something that reminded me of you and I wanted to share it with you. But it's a little heavy, so I don't think you're going to be able to give me your real thoughts on it, especially since you're with your girl right now. So I called him the following day, or rather he called me on FaceTime and he was like, hey, so what the fuck do you want to share with me the other day? So, you know, I went into it with him. Um, but uh, I'm going to uh, read off, read to you from the Bible what uh, the text that I, I read to him that made me think about him and made me think about my parents or my dad in this situation, you know what I mean? And uh, possibly his, his parents and, you know, how it just goes down the family tree, you know? Um, and so this is what I, uh, found that I came across and I found super interesting. And that's what I actually called Avon. Now, um, as we tend to do here, I'm going to read this from a Bible in Spanish and then Dave's going to follow with the English translation. So, you know, I know we got people that prefer either or as far as language goes, but, uh, you know, I thought this was fitting for him and man, if it's not fitting for everybody, that's apparent, you know, um, I, I see the weight and I see the gravity of, of people that, do a good job um, and, you know, or do the best at least and, uh, you know, remove themselves from, remove the blinders from themselves and realize that whatever they do has an effect on their kids, you know what I mean? Whether they're, you know, young or whether they're old, um, it's still going to play out. So anyways, uh, let me go ahead and get to this. Uh, now, I'm reading this from the book of Numbers, which in Spanish would be Numeros, and that is uh, chapter 14. Uh, verse 18, and I'm going to read it in Spanish, and then David's going to uh, follow up with the English uh, version of it, yeah. um, and it reads, God is patient, oh, I'm sorry, I'm reading it in Spanish, <laughs> um, Dios es paciente, 
get a better angle here. Uh, Dios es paciente y lleno de amor leal. El que perdona errores y ofensas, pero que jamás deja sin castigo al culpable y al que hace y, y que hace que el castigo uh, que hace que el castigo por error de los padres recaiga sobre los hijos, sobre la tercera uh, y cuarta generación. So, they read that in English now. The Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love, and forgiving sin and rebellion. Yet he does not leave guilty unpunished. He punishes the children for the sin of the parents to the third and the fourth generation. All right. So, Dave, when I uh, recap that to you that Saturday morning when we were talking, mm -hmm. how did that fall on you, bro? Well, uh, I'm a visionary. I mean, I'm, I'm a visual person. Immediately, I, I, uh, I thought of my father. Um, you know, the memory I have of him, you know, before he left when I was about eight or almost nine years old. Right. And some of those things, I started to recollect some of those things. Behaviors, you know, some of the things I remember him saying. And I think of pictures of my grandfather and, you know, my uncle and just uh, so many things. It was like a reel. But it, it, the truth of that statement, of that verse, you know, really sat on me right away, immediately. But then I tried not to let that bother me between what I was doing because I thought you were going to tell me something else. I had no idea what you were going to tell me. Yeah, uh, to be honest, and uh, you know that's the way it sat with me. And uh, there was a there was a little bit of silence for about ten or twenty seconds. Yeah, and I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, if you really get this text, and you have to feel the weight of it. Yeah. If you don't feel the weight of it, and it doesn't fucking take the air out of you for a fucking couple of seconds, and you exhale, you don't really get it. You don't really fucking get the gravity of what I'm saying. And, and not further than that, not what I'm saying. Fuck what I'm saying. What the fuck do I know? I'm just reading this out the Bible. And again, I'm not a religious person. Just a person that likes to read and, and, and educate myself. I don't leave that in the hands of other people. I don't leave that in the hands of the church or, or, or priests or, or elders or whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, leadership, whatever people call these People that run these, uh, you know, corporate religions. But anyways, um, you know, this is what's important. That if you really feel like you you believe in God, that, that you know, I just feel like a lot of people nowadays, it's just important for them to, it's more important for you to believe in it than, than to think that it's true. Yeah. You know, and just like a lot of these fucking hashtags and a lot of people posting shit like, uh, I mean, do you really... I don't know if people really grasp the grab of this shit. You know what I mean? No, they don't. A majority yeah. of them don't. And uh, you know what I mean? For example, when I read it, I think different. They, like, I just think very comprehensive. Like, okay, well, that fucking makes a lot of motherfucking sense to me because shit. Well, let me just break it down for me. This is me talking to myself mm -hmm. in my head. All right, Jess, well, how would, how would that play out to you? What the fuck does it mean to you? Mm -hmm. Why... Why did it take your breath away? Why did why is it sitting heavy with your soul right now after you read it? Mm -hmm. And it's because like, oh, let me see. My dad was a fucking big drinker. I was a big fucking drinker. My dad has always been a fucking, you know, harsh with his fucking words and, and knowing how to fucking really deliver pain with with 
harsh words. Guess who's like that? Me. Um, my dad's always been really selfish. Guess who's selfish? <laughs> Me. You know? My dad used to fucking stay out at bars and fucking get into bar fights. Who's the motherfucker that wouldn't come home for two, three days because he was on a fucking binge? Me. Jeez. That sounds familiar. I wonder where the fuck that came from. And I wonder where the fuck he got it from. Yeah. And I wonder where his dad got it from. That's how that's how it sat to me, you know? But, you know, another thing I'll say on that, it's like, look, whatever the fuck happened to us as kids, it's not our fault. Let, let's make that very fucking clear. However, whatever we do to deal with it as adults is 100% our responsibility. It's a choice. It's a hundred percent our responsibility. You're fucking grown now. Yeah. Now, if, and if, if you already have children, you got to understand the fucking weight of this. Not only are your fucking kids going to be paying for this, but the third and fourth generation as well. So you're setting up your fucking family to be fucking up on the same scale or an even bigger scale than you. Because if we were able to manage to fuck things up for ourselves and we weren't in the most stable economic, we don't come from the most stable economic background, now that a lot of us have managed to make some fucking decent mints and leave the family better off financially than what we came into it as, um, I would imagine there's going to be a lot more finances for these kids to fuck it up. You know what I mean? To really fuck things up. You know what I mean? And, and, and not only that, but, but you're going to be the one bankrolling it. So you're inheriting the money and all the properties and all the shit that you've been working so hard to inherit to these kids. But you're also inheriting all these fucking sins that you don't seem to get or don't fucking seem to care. Um, don't even see. And so, you know, it, that's, that's something, bro. That, that's something to fucking think about. You know what I mean? And let me just, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm making this a lot about men. I'm talking to women too, bro. I'm talking to fucking women too. I'm not just talking to men here. I'm talking about parents, plural. Mother, father. And I'm not just talking about boys. I'm talking about young ladies too, you know what I mean? You're inheriting this to your young boys, to your young girls. Everything that you do. You, they're they're a fucking sponge and, and and they're just soaking it all in. You know, the first five years or eight years of development for your kids is gonna be with them for the rest of their life. Uh, that's where they basically build their personality. Any traumas that they encounter along the way to that age of eight, it's gonna fucking stick with them to the to for the rest of their lives. And so I implore you guys that if you guys have not been taught this or you've never had the fucking luxury of coming across this text in your Bible and you consider yourself to be uh, religious or you consider yourself to believe in God, this this is God's word. I mean, you know, according to what you guys believe, right? Um, I, I certainly do believe that, that it's God's word. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of people say that there's no fucking uh, owner's manual for life. But I mean, I think this is pretty fucking close, you know? Um, and like I said, don't leave it up to the interpretation of other fucking people because uh, these motherfuckers always got an agenda for you. You know what I mean? So if you haven't heard this text before, there's probably a fucking reason for it. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, churches always want to make things easy for their uh, 
for their people and, uh, you know, give them ways to cop out of certain shit. Um, uh, because, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you want to belong to the fun church, you know, the church that's not so, so, so tough on you. Like, yeah, you know, let's give these motherfuckers a little wiggle room to fuck about, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, still live a little, you know? Um, but it's, it's very serious, man. It's not a fucking joke. And, you know, furthermore, look at what just happened in Texas. Like how many ways did this kid's parents fucking fail him? Like it takes, it's a progression. It's an evolution to become a fucking nihilist. Like this fucking kid was, I don't even know his age because I don't fucking care to know. I just know what the fuck he did. I don't know if he's a kid. I don't know if he's an adolescent. I don't know. Because I haven't honestly, I don't give a fuck about him personally, even though he's a soul, but he's a fucked up soul. Um, but a lot of that, you know what I mean? It has to do with where were the parents and all this? You know what I mean? Uh, how did this kid evolve to such a point of hate where he feels like the world doesn't matter and where he just feels like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking find a way to inflict so much fucking pain to the world just like it's inflicted in me exactly and rightfully so maybe this kid's gone through some fucking horrible shit oh, yeah. who knows i'm almost certain that's the case you're not wrong i'm almost certain that's the case because to get to this fucking point you gotta be really fucking traumatized something's gotta really be fucking wrong in you to fucking get to the point where you would fucking think of going into an elementary school and just shooting up kids willy-nilly like it's fucking nothing Man, I I just don't you know what I mean I, I I where were the parents where were the parents in this You're spot on on that and I've read the whole articles and read everything and we don't have to go into the pedigree of it but you're not wrong uh, you know it's 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 very simple when you when it all boils down to it yeah. you know thinking like yeah the parents or the people or the family involved and so many people saw things and nothing stuck. But, yeah, you're right. A lot of things led up to this. And this is what it spawned into. I mean, I just can't say enough, bro. I mean, you know, when I read that, it, it just, it really fucking sinks, bro. Like I said, I don't have no kids, bro. But, uh, I, you know what I mean? I, I couldn't even imagine what the fuck that feels like, bro. If something like that happened to my nephews, like, I'd be torn, bro. If something like that happened to any kids of, of my friends or even, you know, acquaintances that I know, you know what I mean? I know a lot of my acquaintances, you know, have children. Like, I, fuck this. Let me go beyond that, bro. Any kid, any little kid, you know, they're any at... Innocent child. Any innocent child. I mean, like I said, there's even fucking hitmen out there that fucking, and you know, they have rules. They don't fucking touch women and children. And this fucking degenerate went and fucking put hands on, and not only put hands, but he took lives of fucking children, innocent fucking children, just because he couldn't fucking stand the hate within him anymore. And he needed to find a way to get it out. There was so much fucking hate and resentment for his fucking self and for his own fucking failures in life and for, for just the weight of life and all the fucked up things that happened to him. I get it. I get it. He, I, I know what that's like. I know what that's like. And for you guys to fucking think that, oh, that could never be me. Careful, motherfuckers. Careful. Of course it could be you. Of course it could be me. That's why we need to get a hold of these fucking things 
and talk yourself down internally before this shit escalates and it affects other innocent people. Like, what's the fucking case in this in, in this situation? You know what I mean? And just to see the fucking, you know, officials out there scrambling, trying to fucking, uh, fucking spin doctors, bro. Yeah. Fucking spin doctors. They're, they're finding a way to spin this shit to their fucking favor, bro. Fuck that. Fuck that. You guys failed. You guys failed. Don't fucking find a way to fucking spin this shit to your favor. It doesn't work like that. Beto O'Rourke, bro, I don't know if you've seen him. When he went off on the fucking, uh, the fucking, uh, I think he's the mayor of fucking Texas or where this, uh, the town where this happened. Yeah, yeah. They had to fucking get him out there, bro, because he was going off on him, bro. He was going off on him, and rightfully so, bro, because these motherfuckers are full of shit, bro. They don't do shit, bro. They get in the office to fucking manipulate funds, bro, and fucking find a way to fucking find leverage and get away with fucking certain things. That's why these motherfuckers get in the office. Let's be very fucking clear why they get in the office. Let's be very fucking clear. Everybody, no. A lot of them, yes. They're a cog in that agenda. Yes. You can't even get elected into politics if you don't have someone fucking backing you. And the only reason these people fucking get backed is because they know that the, the people that are fucking funding their campaigns, they know that these people are going to fucking play ball. And they're going to be a, a pair of steady hands that are going to fucking do as they're fucking told. That's the game. That's the game. Like, yes, motherfucker, I'll get you elected, but when I need my motherfucking favors and I need you to fucking bend this way, you better fucking bend, you cocksucker. You're paid and bought for. You're paid and bought for. Let's make that very fucking clear. Don't you fucking think you're going to come in here and make any fucking changes. The game's been set. Either you play ball or you get the fuck off this train and you ain't you ain't the candidate for us. So, I there's blame all the way around, man. There's blame all the way around. And uh, the way the fucking cops reacted, I'm hearing, you know, that's why I don't fucking like to get into this shit, bro, because it just, it just like, it just compiles on top of each other that there was cops in there that were getting their fucking kids out before they fucking tended to the other fucking kids. And they fucking let the shooter walk past them because they rushed in there and uh, something about them not having their R15s on them or they could have fucking... I don't know. I wasn't there. I could only go off the bullshit that I little snippets that I see, but I try not to watch this shit, bro, because and and this it, is one of the very few times that we'll talk about news or anything like that. I know this just hits really hard with Jess and it, me as well. And I I try to talk, try not to talk about it. Try not to you know say a lot. It just it, the feeling, just the emotion says a lot. And um, I. There's a, before Jimmy Kimmel did a show, he gave a very, very uh, emotional and, and, and really heartfelt like monologue before the show. And uh, I think it, it really explained how I felt and what I wanted to say because I had no words. And I think it's really good. Uh, you, you know, if you guys get a chance to watch it, Jess, I don't know if you've seen it, I'll forward it to you so you can check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'd but he basically says what you're saying. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's just, you know, it's sad. But it, it ties into what we were talking about, not to lose track, but. Um, with that whole meaning regarding, uh, you know, our parents and our generations. And, yeah. You know, when you said that to me, I also thought of my brothers. Yeah. I said, it, oh, it makes sense. Their patterns, their behaviors. Yeah. It starts to add up. Like, holy shit, I'm part of that generation. Yeah. And it's scary. It's scary. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. 
I mean, you know, that's why I always, that's why I always uh, talk to you, D, about breaking generational curses. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's a fucking curse, bro. Before I even read this, I've always realized that it's a fucking genera- generational curse, bro. You know, whether you want to chop it up to, to lack of uh, knowledge, um, whether you want to chalk it up to fucking lack of uh, de- spiritual development, whether you want to chalk it up to lack of education, mm-hmm. or lack of psychology, whatever, however you want to chalk it up. If somebody doesn't fucking stop the cycle, this shit will continue to fucking spiral out of control and it will only get worse and worse as the generations come. And it doesn't matter how well you might look on paper. Your family's fucked. Your family's fucked. And guess what? That family lives in a community. And guess what? That community gets affected by the people that that community is comprised of. And if it's comprised of people that come from fucked up families that have kids, and then those fucking kids are out on the street, and they're unattended to, and they're giving every opportunity to fucking do shit like this. Like, I, I don't know, bro. I'm just for a fucking loss of words, really, bro. You know what I mean? And rightfully so. I mean, um, I, I do have some words. One thing that I think is even that should be even looked at in a bigger aspect, in a more positive aspect, is we are changing it right now. I mean, right at this moment, right now, we are changing that. We're changing the generation. Uh, we, we have awareness. We are looking at this. We are aware of what is going on and what this means. There's no mistake why you came across that, that verse. And we are changing that now. We are making a change in that generation. We are, what's the word you use? Uh, re- breaking generational breaking, curses. Breaking generational curses. Yeah. And for lack of a better word. But think about it. How many of our generation were having this talk? We're having this, we're come aware to this, or this situation right now. We're, we're breaking but, it. But you know what, Dave? Sadly, I don't, to, to answer that question, I don't think it's enough of us having the conversation. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some of us having yeah. it. But everybody's having this conversation for different fucking reasons mm-hmm. that are to their fucking convenience and, and to feed that self-virtue that everybody fucking strive so hard for you know what i mean have the conversation not to be virtuous or not to come off as as someone that that's eloquent and knows how to speak properly and has a good fucking take on what's happening fuck that no one's interested in your fucking take probably no one's interested in my fucking take especially since i don't have no fucking kids how about we just fucking start at our house let's start with our own fucking family the people that live in our own fucking house let's go further on let's go beyond that what if we start with ourselves individually? And that's what I meant by that. Like, what if we start with ourselves individually? Like I, I've used this term before and, and, I, and I, I'll use it again because it's fucking imperative that we do so. Let's take some personal inventory on the shit that we might be doing as fucking adults, especially if you're parents. And uh, even me, man, I try to be conscious of, of what my fucking nephew seen me see me do you know what i mean especially since they live here you know what i mean um because i might not be their parent but because i'm around them i'm a role model too you're 
influence. I'm an influence. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, they're gonna they're gonna soak up whatever they see around me too, especially if they're boys, because they're gonna gravitate towards men, yeah. the men in their lives. You know what I mean? That's what they're basing their fucking personality off, and and their character development is based a lot on that, yeah. on what they see, what they see us do, how they see us interact with each other. Um, you know what I mean? Like I'm not perfect, bro. You know what I mean? And you know. There's plenty of times where I, I, I feel like I fuck up because I don't handle the situations as best as I could. And I still struggle with, with, with anger, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know what I mean? I try not to get triggered like I used to, but sometimes I still fuck up because, but, because I'm human, you know what I mean? But what you do now, what you haven't done before, you catch yourself. Oh, yeah. You catch yourself. Yeah, and and that's that's something that I've seen you continue to develop and continue to grow. And, and some of the shit you do is annoying, but it's like I'm, I say, okay, he's he's growing, he's changing. I need to adapt, and I need to improvise to that, and I need to respect that more than anything. And I start to notice it. Yeah. I start to see these changes and see how they interact with what we are doing, interact with your reading, interact with your learning, interact with how you're trying to become the best human being you can possibly be for yourself. Yeah, and for everybody around me, hopefully, bro, you know what I mean? Because just like, uh, you know, bad habits roll off on people, you know what I mean? I'm I'm certainly hoping that there's some psychology where the good shit might rub off on people too, you know what I mean? Um, I haven't been around the most positive people in my life, you know what I mean? Or the most intelligent or the most educated, you know what I mean? So I'm starting to take that upon myself to be that person that I, w- I would have needed when I was a child. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm not a fucking parent. I get that. You know what I mean? And maybe I have no fucking right speaking on this subject, but I feel like I have something to say. And maybe people care. And maybe they don't. Or whatever. It's not about me. It's about the fucking message. And if you think I'm full of shit, well, I read that from the Bible. And if you guys have some type of faith, then that should mean something to you. And don't worry that it came from, read it from your own Bible. I gave you the text. I'll give it to you again. It's Numbers 14, chapter 14, verse 18. Read it. But read I, it for yourselves. But I think what you say does have some relevance because you have experience that other people didn't have. You went through something that no one will ever go through. And now you've transitioned into this, this other, you flipped that coin. And now you've realized what you've done. Yeah. See, you've had the sour already. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking sour. Yeah. Which yeah. allows you to appreciate the sweet. Yeah. And now you're sharing that. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's like, you know, <laughs> the, the the song we started off with, I mean, you know, you guys should check it out, but it's called uh, Small Talk. Like, listen, fuck the small talk. I, I, if people reach out to me and they text me and it's about dumb shit or irrelevant shit, I don't have the energy to entertain that shit no more. I don't have the energy to entertain shit like that anymore. You know what I mean? And take that how you want it. You know what I mean? We need to fucking have real conversations. We're grown, man. And if you're not grown, then fucking, okay, you know, maybe you have time. But I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking. I'm sorry. I'm speaking for people like, you know, our age group. And uh, let me get a little water in here. Yeah. No, but um, no, it makes total sense what you're saying, and uh, you know, people don't just scrub everything else off. And uh, the, what I the term I always like to use is 
take everything away that isn't necessary and simplify the statement, the message, the words, how they, how you interpret them, how they gravitate, you know, how you gravitate towards that statement and, and simplify it, keep it in simple form. It's what I always like to do. It's what I do with my artwork. And you know, like Jesse said, all the things that he's doing to get better, all the things that he's aware of, of what he's changing for himself, that is his transition. No one else can replicate that. It's his journey. It's what he needs to do. For me, especially this week, what I've been learning is, is something totally different. I, I'm becoming comfortable and aware with, I'm not in control of anything. It's been a very trying month, a very trying week, but here we are. We have made this commitment. We're here. Uh, the things that happened needed to happen for a reason, and I've become very comfortable and happy with, you know what? I have no control over this, but how I interpret it is going to, that's going to be the biggest change. That's going to be the biggest thing, and it's been a struggle. It's been a learning experience, and it's continuing to be, and I'm very thankful for it. Yeah, man, I just, uh, you know, I just, you know, I, I hope you guys see how this tied into what we're talking about today and with the shit that just happened in Texas, you know what I mean? It's, it's horrible, but like I said, it's beyond that, man. There's, let's not forget about Ukraine, you know what I mean? Now Texas is a new spin story, you know what I mean? There's shit still going around, around the fucking world. There's shit going around in our own town. There was a kid that got shot that was eight, nine years old in, in Wilmington, couple months ago, you know what I mean? People forget so fucking fast, you know what I mean? And just move on to the next fucking thing and the next fucking thing and the next fucking thing and the next hashtag and the next thing that you should fucking post in your fucking timeline to show people that you're a good fucking person. No, fuck that. Fuck the timeline. Do something. Do something, you know what I mean? Before you start fucking being a mortar for the fucking world and all the fucking injustice that happens across the globe, Start in your own fucking house. Start with yourself. That's the best thing you could do. Start with yourself at home. Talk to your kids. Talk to your wife. Tell that bitch, bitch, let's do better. <laughs> or, or, you know, if it's, if, if it's the wife that has more sense, be like, hey, bro, you know, like, you're sucking dick as a dad right now. And I think we need to get it together as fucking parents because we're fucking raising a couple little fucking losers. You know what I mean? I mean, they're... Or, or if you're doing great, great, good for you. I, I applaud you. I get, I never make umbrella, I never make statements that are meant to be umbrella statements where it covers everybody. I know there's the exceptions. I know a couple of exceptions. Very few, very few, but there's exceptions. You know what I mean? Very few, but there is exceptions. <laughs> you know what I mean? And if, if you're that parent that's that involved, that, that you're trying to fucking do everything perfect, and even, even, let me go and say this. Even if you do everything fucking perfect, there's no guarantees. No. But at least you're doing what's in your power to influence them to do the right things, to open up that line of communication where they don't fucking shrug you off and you just take it for like, okay, fuck it. They don't want to talk to me. No, fuck that. If you're a parent, these kids got to hear what the fuck you got to say from time to time. I understand that sometimes they become teenagers and, and they shut you out and they don't want to hear what you got to say anymore because they think you're fucking dumb or they know it all because we all thought we knew it all when we were fucking teenagers. Yeah. You know what I mean? What the fuck? I'm 44 years old. I don't know shit yet. But I'm trying to learn as fast as I fucking can to, you know what I mean? Like, I just owe this to the fucking people around me. You know what I mean? Like, 
owe this to my folks. You know what I mean? Like they didn't, they didn't do better because they didn't know better. But God damn it, I know better. You know what I mean? So I need to fucking hold myself accountable. You know? And I understand that I'm only fucking creating a bigger fucking gap between me and the person that I used to be by continuing to educate myself. But it's okay. It's okay. I've already tried that shit, and that shit was not sustainable. You know what I mean? I think you just you, like I said, I'm visual. I, you built the new floor to this building that is uh, is clean. It's empty. This is a new floor here. You're building your offices. You're building your station. You, this is a new thing. A new generation. Yeah, that's that's huge. I just I just dream, Dave, of a fucking world, bro, where kids in their twenties are fucking having these conversations and being intellectuals like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Listen, I'm not saying to fucking not have fun anymore. I'm not saying, you know, parents can't have a fucking life because they have kids. I'm not saying none of that shit. I'm just saying, like, just pay attention to everything. Don't just fucking focus on killing it financially and everything else goes by the fucking wayside. You know what I mean? There's a Because all you're doing is giving these little fuckers that are growing up without any fucking real guidance all the finances they're going to need to make a bigger fucking mess of the fucking lineage once they get a fucking chance. You know, it's admirable that you want to leave them fucking money and cars and, you know, fucking whatever, whatever your goals might be. Kudos to you. I applaud you for that because, you know, we all need to make money. You know what I mean? Not that we're fucking broke dicks. No one appreciates a man that doesn't bring any income in. I get it. I get it. I think Chris Rock said it best. The only people that get unconditional love are women babies and dogs men we could fucking suck a dick if we ain't bringing money in i guess as far as the world sees it you know that's all we're fucking good for you know what I mean? let's be a little bit better than just bringing money in and maybe drop a little fucking knowledge on these kids from time to time you know what i mean maybe you don't fucking go out drinking with your boys one saturday and you fucking take that fucking kid that you always drop off somewhere take them somewhere and have a fucking conversation with them take them to eat Spend some time with him. Let him know that he's fucking important to you. You know what I mean? Do something you've never done. I'm yeah. just speaking on this. Take them out of their element. Take the iPad away. Take put get them in touch like with the nature. Like the Little League you know? is cool. I applaud you. Yeah, take them to Little League. Take them to football. Take them to all those fucking things. Take them to church. But after church, you sit down and break it down to him. Yeah. Let the fucking words of wisdom and of spirituality come from the mouth of their fathers because there's nobody else that they look up to more. And I'm talking about little girls, little boys, like you're the motherfucking man of the house or at least you're supposed to be. Act accordingly. Chuck it up, OG. Get shit together, dog, because it's fucked, man. Shit's fucked up, bro. You know what I mean? And I know you want your, your, I know you want your family winning at all levels, at all levels. And I want that shit too. I want us winning at all levels. Not only as my family and my friends or my acquaintances, but as a fucking culture, as, as a fucking human race, because everybody matters, bro. Everybody matters. Every fucking religion, everybody. Just be self-taught. Don't fucking go by what other fucking people tell you. You know what I mean? If your spirituality and your fucking life after death is important to you, then you better fucking get on it, bro. Because you motherfuckers think we still got a lot of time, right? <laughs> We don't, man. No. We don't. And we don't. Yeah. Go ahead, dude. No, I'm sorry. The, the thing that parents need to remember is, I mean, you guys already probably know this, and, you know, I, I, I don't, I'm just a parent, but. Just a parent? 
Ooh, I, I'd say that's the most important fucking yeah. job that you do, bro. Just a parent. Fuck. Everything else can fucking fall back, bro. Yeah. And everything else. The biggest, like you said, in all levels, you, you want them to be successful, but there's one level that counts the most, and that is that is the level of, of, of understanding and the intellectual, you know, part of that kid and how they think and how they realize things and that's why breaking things down to them that makes sense to them speaking to them at their level their language is going to help them interpret life and all those other things and you know you're not you're not going to know when there's no right way you'll just know it you'll hear it you'll get that feedback from them when you least expect it from these kids i we took the boys hiking the, the day oh the day bash was he just he, yeah yeah he, in the dirt road he just sat there and started meditating right no reason yeah yeah, yeah. But I carried him on my back on the way on the way up the hill, and because uh, he was tired, and out of nowhere he just said to me, "You know what, Dad? This is the best day ever. I'm having so much fun, and we're hiking, we're playing music on my phone, and it's hot, we're sweating, I'm still in my work clothes." And uh, he says, "You know, I'm gonna remember everything you taught me. I'm gonna remember everything you're showing me. So when you, when you're dead, when you die, I'm gonna do those things just like you showed me." So I can remember you, and and that's animal. You know, let me let me tell you from you know, from my perspective, that's one thing I admire about you because you're not the fucking parent that just throws a fucking screen in front of their kids, like a lot of parents do. Don't just throw a fucking screen in front of your kids. That screen is not going to raise your fucking kids. It's not their responsibility. That screen, it's not what it's meant to do. It's useful for a lot of shit. But that screen cannot replace what you're supposed to be doing with these fucking kids. And even if your fucking parents didn't do it, I get it. Okay, you didn't fucking get that. So how would you know what the fuck to do if you never got it? Well, educate yourself. You owe it to yourself and to your kids. You know what I mean? You owe it to yourself and to your kids. If anything, as as a closing statement, what I want to say, and then I'm going to shoot this today. <laughs> um, let's normalize. Going to therapy as a family for Hispanics, for blacks, for, for Asians, for all races. Let's normalize it. Let's normalize it. Spirituality is one thing. Psychology is a whole other thing. Let's not be embarrassed to fucking ask for help when something is too big for us to fucking handle. Mm-hmm. Let's just normalize it. Let's make it okay to go Get therapy as a family. Believe me, it's going to be the best investment you can make. And I know, at least for, you know, la raza, the Latinos, you know what I mean? It's not fucking cool. It's not something we do. It's not something we do. Our parents never did that, especially our fathers, never believed in that shit. They would just fucking drink their fucking problems away, you know what I mean? And hope they went away, which they never did. And here we are generations later dealing with the same shit. But now we're smarter and, and we have these luxuries where we can fucking get help. You know what I mean? And do whatever it might be, but let's normalize it. Let's normalize getting therapy. There's nothing wrong. I I admire a fucking man that's like, you know what? This is above my pay grade, my knowledge. I, I I'm out of bounds here. I don't know. I don't have a footing in this. I'm going to reach out and get help from my fucking family. Just like you would if you had a fucking drug addict kid. You know what I mean? You would get help for him. Send him to a fucking rehab. Rehab the family. 
Rehab the virtues that you have as a family. Rehab the fucking morals that you're raising your kids by. Rehab all that shit. It's important. You know? It's important. And, you know, that's that's my final thought on that. You know what I mean? Dave, you got anything final to say? Uh, no, just when my son told me that, I realized, like, okay, he gets it. I'm doing a good, I'm, I'm, I think I'm doing a good job. Yeah. And uh, that, it, it, it just, the greatest feeling ever. I just smile on my face and just him carrying him on my back. I knew that, you know, when I'm gone, he's going to, he'll be okay. Yeah. And look, bro, I'm going to take this time to applaud you on this podcast, episode 13. Uh, the neighbor podcast because I know the struggles that you go through, bro. You know what I mean? And you're a fucking great dad, especially since your dad was absent in your fucking life. You know what I mean? You're an amazing fucking father versus all the tribulations that you've had in your personal life. You're there for them, bro. And I applaud you for that. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of people don't do that, so I'm going to applaud you for it, bro. You know what I mean? So kudos to you, my friend, and I always have your back for whatever you need. You can count on me, brother. You know what I mean? Let's make a better fucking race of us. And uh, you know what I mean? Let's, you know, ex extend it past the fucking color lines and just realize we're all fucking humans and we all have a soul. And let's let's focus on the shit that we have in common instead of our fucking differences. You know what I mean? Because I don't give a fuck what race you are. If your kids would have been in that elementary school, we would all have our fucking hearts torn out. It doesn't matter what race or religion you are it would have affected us in the same fucking way because we're not fucking monsters. So that being said, this is the um, Neighbor Podcast, uh, episode 13, and uh, we're labeling this one Sins of the Parents. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night, and uh, please keep supporting us. I, 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 I beg of you. Um, we love doing this, and I hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Thank you so much, and have a good night. Good night, everyone.